0: They say winning ain't everything Well, we don't have them type conversations over here, man Had that conversation with the losers We trying to win at everything we do Even in the loss, we don't see defeat We see a lesson learned Straight up Look, I came into this world in 1978 The doc looked me in my face and knew I was something great 45, 42, Prescott, that's where I'm from Grew up in the slums Round dope dealers and bums As humble as I was I adapted to my habitat In my own lane though no. Far from where they crashing that Dumb bar graduate The game out of it. Served in the Navy Look, y'all don't know the half of it Pops passing no one Moms passed last year I know they up in heaven Smiling down Crying mad tears Cause they son making it No telling where I'm taking it My city been cursed But I feel that I'm breaking it Coach that went high in 15 In one state Seen the fork in the road And went straight I know what I'm worth. I'm OG King Kirk, Brooklyn Nets Gaming Crew legend. Let's
1: work. Hey, this is OG King Kirk, your host of the og 2 cents Podcast. As usual, I want to thank everybody that tunes in each and every Sunday. We truly appreciate it. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, comment, share it. Uh, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a five-star rating. It helps us out a lot. Links will be in the description for all available streaming platforms. Let's continue to stand up against any forms of social injustice and racism. And one of the campaigns that I went on uh, with Zenni uh, is See More Love. Uh, and that's not just a, 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 a Pride Month thing. That should be 365 days a year thing. So uh, let's continue to, to, to love one another and let's practice that more often than not. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Zenny Blocks. Make sure to armor your eyes with Zenny Blocks Virtual Clear Blue Blockers. It's important to protect your eyes from the harmful blue light from your digital screens, so you'll have less eye strain, and that makes for better sleep and performance. Check them out at zenny.com/gaming or follow them at Zenny Gaming on Twitter and Instagram. This episode, episode 68. What's up with yay? Uh, his government name is Eric Ward. Uh, not Gaming is his gamer tag. Uh, he's one of the good guys. Uh, been around. He, he played in the NBA 2K League in season one uh, for Knicks Gaming. But just let me tell you a little bit about him. Uh, Eric Ward, born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Attended Ball State University after high school. Moved to Indianapolis after graduating college with his bachelor's degree in marketing. Uh, he has an eight-year-old daughter. Uh, pretty much stayed at home uh, over the years, watching and, and, and playing and getting better at 2K. Uh, in 2018, in the inaugural season of the NBA 2K League, uh, he was drafted by Nick's Gaming, and they went on to win the first NBA 2K League championship. Uh, now he's a consistent gamer, content creator, host, and he's aspiring to be. A GM and coach one day in the NBA 2K League. Uh, as you know, I don't like doing too much talking. So without further ado, uh, Yay, what's good with you, man? Man, glad to be here, man. appreciate you having me. No, nah, no doubt. Um, you know, you got uh, some history in the 2K world, uh, been in the league, uh, doing some great things in the community. So I thought it'd be great to, to have you on so you can uh, tell your story and uh, how you got to where you are today.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I know you don't do a lot of talking. I watched a few of the uh, few of the episodes. Um, uh, one thing about me, I, I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, born and raised. And then after school, um, after high school, I graduated and went to Boston State University, which is in a small town called Muncie, Indiana. And I went there for marketing and like a sales concentration and got my minor in interpersonal relations. And then um, I've been there four years, graduated uh, with a bachelor's and then went straight into the workforce Doing a lot of sales stuff, started with like door to door sales and then got into uh, uh, more uh, logistics, was third party logistics with C.H. Robinson. And then during that whole time, um, I, I had a daughter in college junior year. Um, she's eight, about to be nine years old now. It's crazy how time flies. And uh, the whole time, like raising her, I spent a lot of time in the crib. I didn't really do a lot of like going out, of course. So uh, during that time, I spent a lot of time playing the game and that's when I got a Got to meet a lot of interesting people, um, going through park in the 2K15 days. Cause I used to just be a playing out head and play like uh, in those small, like little, like uh, uh, websites for like five dollar games and stuff. Then I got to the program circuit and, and the, the guys I was playing park with. Um, and we, we ended up getting pretty good at the game around 2K17, 2K16s are getting on the leaderboards. And that's when they announced the league in 2K17. And I thought, like, well, like I always felt like a person that should be doing a lot more than just sitting at a desk all day. So uh, let me at let, let me least put as much effort as I can into this as I possibly can to put myself in the best position. And um, luckily, I did really well in the combine. I really worked on my uh, communication skills during the time, worked at being uh, decent at multiple positions, and I was able to score um, a spot into the 102 pool, the you know the the famous 102 pool where everybody got a spot in those days, which was nice. <laughs> you know, All went to New York, and I fortunately got drafted by the Knicks gaming team, and uh, from there, it had a big run. Um, it was an up and down roller coaster season, but was able to, to finish out pretty okay. And then uh, I, I was I, I don't know how far you want me to go. <laughs> You say pretty okay. You want a chip. Yeah,
1: (laughs) You you know, going back to that, um, you know, you was uh, on a team with some 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 interesting figures, uh, to say the least. I mean, you had Kuda, uh, you had Nate, two guys who I love to death. I mean, Goofy,
2: uh, Idris, you know, what was it like playing with those guys? um it really it really gave me a lesson in like leadership in a way just because I was dealing with so many different personalities and like me those guys have been in the comp scene for so long and I only been in there for about a year so I was the worst person on the lineup so it was a lot of learning and a lot of like being a sponge in a room the whole time and like dealing with somebody like goofy and eaters was different than talking to somebody like kuda it was like t- t- totally opposite ends of the spectrum so it was a lot of learning and, and I'm sure if you have got like let's ball up on the show he'll tell you the exact same thing.
1: Yeah, the, um, you know, now,
2: you know, you look back on your career in the league.
1: Um, I, you know, it's funny because I tell everybody uh, it's only a selected few who has a championship. So as you look back at, like on your career in the league, what, what, what are some things that you think you would have done different uh, if
2: you could do it all over again? Um, in terms of like the way I played and like my like playing style, I think I wouldn't change anything. Uh, for the world because it you know, resulted into a, a championship and a ticket wins, and, you know, I can't take that back, and I won't. Um, one thing I think I would have done differently is usually uh, – actually just use the platform uh, that I had uh, to, uh, for my advantage, and, I, you know, I just kind of just played the game and just showed up to practice. A lot of these guys now are making the mistake of, like, not doing content now where they have the, uh, all the eyes on them. They have the platform. They have the, you know, the brand of the organization they're representing – on their back so that it's it's a, it's a little easier at that point because when you get out of the league, you kind of have to start at scratch in a way. And so like, I tell these guys, whenever I get them on the show, when I did Prospect Nation for NAPEX to um, to like use this opportunity to grow the brand because the league is shouldn't be the ultimate goal. It should just be a stepping stone. It should be, uh, you should, should aim for way higher. aim for the stars.
1: Agreed, agreed. And that's a, a, a great bit of advice uh, that's something I try to preach, especially to the rookies, but not even just to the rookies, just players in general. You want to, like you said, you want to capitalize off the opportunity of having a professional uh, sports team, you know, you're representing, but they, they also are uh, in the forefront of uh, what you're doing. Um, you know, you, you became a, a, a consistent, and I, and I like that. You became a consistent content content creator. Um, I, th- I, think your work is great. I'm subbed up. Uh, I, I watched the vi- <laughs> I watched the videos. I think it's very informative. Um, you're doing a great job of, of putting people out there. Um, talk about that for a second, uh, how the idea came about and what, you know, how do you come up with some of the, the, the content that you create now?
2: Yeah. It, it all started, um, like early last fall around, uh, I started with like just streaming like regular games and stuff, but, um, I, I, it's hard for me to really talk and play the game at the same time because I'm so locked in, and I, and I feel bad like missing out on the chat and stuff. So I was like, oh, and, and then at the same time we were like we were missing this, um, this. It's like we're, it's like this gap or like misinformation of a lot of players we don't know about, and like in the people we do know about, there's no like you either watch the games or you see the screenshots. So I was like, there's nobody really like covering this to a degree. Um, other than, like, the live streams. So, like, I wanted to dig deep into, uh, one, because I have a big love for the game of 2K, and then I love the community, even though, you know, it has its ups and downs in terms of, like, toxicity and support. But I was like, I know a lot of the OGs were doing all these content series to where they were highlighting these players and highlighting these games. And even if you didn't watch it, like, you could look forward to the content. And I was like, okay, like, I wanted to step into that realm and start bringing more light to the guys that we know, of course, and to like start helping them build, you know, their fan base with people who can't watch the games or just don't have time. Or, uh, and to these guys who are on the up and coming and we don't know enough about, cause they stream and they only get five people watching. So like, I'm trying to uh, hit as many bases as I can. And then at the same time, like build my resume and, and make myself um, more valuable to any organization that may need, may need any help. You know, now leading
1: into that, um... You know, you was at the UPA World Championships uh, as a coach. Um, you know, I, I talk about that, uh, how that opportunity came about and talk about the, the UPA uh, World Championship event and what that was like too.
2: Yeah, uh, starting with like the coaching thing, um, it kind of came out randomly. I, was, I said something like funny on the timeline and then I got an email, I mean an email, I got a uh, DM from, from Moody. And I got DM from seldom to both the coach, like either fire six or throwdown, And, and I was like, man, I don't really know how to choose between the two, but I was like, I'm closer with the guys to throw down. So I was like, I'll, I'll take these guys. And as soon as after I said that Moody was like, oh man, we got like 12 offers. So I was like, well, why you hit me up then? <laughs> uh, but like, they ended up choosing me, of course, and like to be their coach. And then like the whole, the whole event was very well ran. It, it, it kind of surprised me how well they did and how well they prepped for, it, especially with it being such a huge, huge event center in Arlington. Um, seems like uh, there were like small hiccups here and there, but they were fixed right away. I know famous kind of went over his video too, as well. Uh, but being there, uh, meeting all the guys from Twitter, like even the guys who have Twitter fingers, are just like super cool to meet. Uh, I got some, uh, got like built some different friendships that I thought I'll never like do like us like meeting guys like Joe Vegas meeting guys like Hami like me and Hami like I bumped into him plenty of times and never said a word to him so like but like the whole the whole time in Dallas we you know we got along really well and uh, it it was great to meet those guys in person especially hearing the way they talk on Twitter and to see the way they play and then seeing um and, and watching those guys grow because the one the one excuse we have for these players is that they don't know what it's like to play on the stage. So now they have the stage atmosphere and the stage experience. Stage experience. I mean, that kind of adds to them. And for the people who weren't playing, it kind of got them to the feel like, man, I like, I want to get back on the sticks now. And I kind of felt the same way. I was like, man, I could get back out here. Like, I missed this. So like, and, and, you know, I got a, a taste of that. And I think the event was well ran. I think a lot of good connections were made. And I can't wait for the next one.
1: Yeah, it's, and who would have thought uh, that an amateur event would be uh, back on the stage before the actual uh, NBA 2K League? Um, that was uh, the, the kind of chills that I had got uh, as I was sitting at home watching. Um, I, that's the one thing that I miss uh, with the league right now is uh, I like the interpersonal communication that, uh, of everybody flying in, linking up, you know, getting to see some of my best friends, uh, getting to meet new players, like you said, that I've never uh, have met before and, and different things like that. Now I know some players like the the remote setting. It's, it's more comfortable, uh, so to speak, but I, I miss it. And uh, I can't wait till we get back to it. Um, you know, are you going to continue uh, your role with, with throwdown or is that, was that something just uh, a one-off or temporary? Or is that something that you're going to keep uh, thriving to do? Cause I see, uh, the the I, I well I I want to see the community changing uh, as far as the structure of it of having coaches and GMs. I think that's a good way to to start building your resume and 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 as we go forward, uh, people being able to look at you in that light. So is that something you're gonna continue to do, or what's that about?
2: Um, I definitely love the opportunity I have with Throwdown. Uh, I'm unsure of what like whether what continue to do with post draft kind of wrapping up here and what their goals are going forward. Um, I was just in, I still jump in Discords with them, talk to them. Um, Dev, if you've seen on Twitter, his PS5s kind of jacked up, so I jumped in and played the hash for him for a few games here and there. Um, but it's really you know it's really just kind of playing it by ear. But I do love the fact that like some of these teams are like getting sponsors and starting to go down like the coaching GM route and start to grow the brand of the of, of their Pro-Am team, like, like starting with Liquid and what Roy's doing over there. Um, so to see more teams do that, and I think that's just gonna grow the league. Um, for, for Throwdown specifically, like, you know, those are my guys, like all those guys I've known from season one and didn't watch them before then, before I was even a name in the community. And so like just just to get the throw on the throw down jerseys, like the little baseball jerseys that they, that Moody got made, uh, it, w- it was an honor. So uh, like going forward, I, I guess we're just playing by ear, but I would love if those guys it, it asked me to come back.
1: Yeah, and just uh, back uh, track a little bit. And one thing that you talked about when you mentioned about the guys with the Twitter fingers and stuff like that, <laughs> um, I, I think um, a lot of people uh, they they. They get things misconstrued uh, from a competitive standpoint. I mean, I think just the nature of basketball in itself, people talk trash. Uh, I don't, it's not always something personal or, or anything like that. I just think it's, uh, it's something natural that, that happens within the sport. Uh, so, uh, you know, you never see, for the most part, the action that most people talk about on Twitter uh, as in, in person. I think largely because if you play sports uh, to any degree, you kind of know that the trash talking comes with it. So uh, that's something always interesting when people actually find me uh, link up. Like, I mean, yeah, it, it looks good and sound good. And it creates a lot of hype and everything around whatever's going on, the more trash is being talked. But uh, we hardly ever see anything in the physical. And I'm, and I'm happy about that. Uh, so it's just always funny when people talk about that. Um, you know, NBA 2K League season four going on right now. Um, you know, tell me your thoughts about uh, you know, what you see thus far, and uh, some of your your. I mean, you you actually do this within some of your content, but I just talk about some of your favorite teams, favorite players, uh, who you think might win it all, uh,
2: different things like that. Oh man, where do I start? So uh, one thing I kind of been uh, one thing I noticed right away that I feel like this is one of the more entertaining. Um, league bills that we've had um, in, in, within the last few years or just I, I think a season one was really entertaining this this season is it's really entertaining to watch like I never get bored watching these teams um, in terms of like players the favorite player to watch obviously it's been kind of it's it's really between 6 30 and chalk like uh, uh, 6 30 is just kind of came out out of like we kind of knew he was going to be good we didn't think it'd be this good right away and then it's good for Cody to finally have a, uh, a point guard and i feel like all his prayers have been answered now they're they're like number one right now in the uh it's the western conference yeah, in the western conference and then chalk is out here like getting like 15 16 assists uh shock, uh shots is down logan double doubles every game and he's shooting all these fades and then now everybody's shooting fades so I, th- I just think it's really entertaining to watch those two guys uh go crazy in the league and then chalk is like he's so entertaining to the point where it's like he's really fulfilling that like role of like the villain of the league. And I think every, I think these leagues need that. Like, and he, he like, he say what he means and he means what he says, and then he backs it up, but like, he's fun to root against, but, but he makes, it makes the game way more entertaining, like creates a narrative for every single game that's going to. So I love that about watching chalk. And then in terms of teams, um i just looking at like uh like the way the timberwolves started off the season was crazy and the way the wizards are kind of still picking up the momentum from the championship run is still really good and now we have like heat that's on a, like a they went on like a six run and they like uh, or they like won seven or last eight or something crazy like that. And um the same thing with the Kings were starting to pick things up. Mama's starting to get back to his usual groove and then they're picking up their, their, their defense uh, right where they left off last year, even with adding in Majestic. So it's a lot of things around the league that I've been noticing that's been really entertaining. Like it seems like every single game you can find something. Um, even if the like people like say like the teams with bad records or like boring matchups, but like there's still narratives there. There's still really talented players. These still the best players in the world and like every single every single week that comes by i love watching and even in the broadcast has been entertaining
1: gotcha gotcha you even uh you don't have some time on there uh on a, a few time a time or two uh for the 2k league broadcast uh talk about that and, and how
2: how was that oh yeah it was a lot of fun i know matt um reached out to me and asked me if i want to be a part of the broadcast i was like oh yeah for sure like i, I would never turn that down and uh, like we got on there with uh, Scott and Dirk, and uh, it was crazy because you know they use VMix to like do all their the, the broadcasts and stuff. And I'm in the VMix channel, and I'm like, my camera looks great. And then you know, I go on the stream, it looks so blurred. I'm like, I'm like, what is happening right now? But they was able to hear, they was able to hear me fine, and I got love from folks in the chat. Uh, I think it was able to keep good conversation. The games that were going on went really well. Um, I tried my best not to be too biased towards the Knicks, but they didn't play that day, so it was, it was pretty easy. So um, I, I, had a, I had a blast, and I, I would definitely love to come back. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, um, you know, NBA
1: 2K22 will be around the corner uh, here soon. Uh, what you think about the covers, and what are, what are some, some gameplay and different things that you're looking forward to, or what, what would you like to happen in, in this upcoming game?
2: uh yeah I, th- I feel like my views on what i would like is whenever i have these conversations or oh, it's been kind of like um unrealistic for the next couple years and like i understand that but i think it's going to be a thing in the future especially when the servers get better uh one thing in terms of like the cover uh, i do like the legendary cover i think that's slick but the donches cover i'm not a huge fan of i feel like it's a lot of blank space on the outside i feel like i, I got spoiled with that d wade cover with the sun name in the, in the in the sand i thought that was fire and i, was like, I think that's the best cover we had in a while but um in terms of like the gameplay and the things i would like to see um i didn't mind the city um i didn't mind that at all and it, it didn't happen, like the different i think they should bring the old stuff back in terms of like the uh the um what well, was like the 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 shoot the ballers and all those and like I think you should bring all those guys back and the writers and all that back and then uh, in terms of gameplay I would love to see I think the difference between stage and pro am it's not the main difference is difference for me it's with stage a lot of these guys can see themselves on the court they can surround the court and make it as big as possible and you can like sit in and watch the game and be there. I think it should be something like that with pro-am um to where i know it's it might be a server issue it's going to be tunnel like wi-fi issues of course but to be able to sit in the bleachers and watch dave fry going against goofy in a pro-am matchup and then get the little sideline view i think that would be fire I, think, I don't think that's going to happen this year but that's just down the road that i would like to see personally and then like be able to pull up the stream with everybody's name in the bleachers and maybe have like a side chat or something instead of going on Twitch or have the Twitch partner with the with the actual 2 League gameplay. Like I said, like unrealistic in the near future. And like that, that's what I'm looking for. And I feel like that would be so dope. Um, outside of that, uh, I think the gameplay is going to be a little bit smoother. Of course, they're going to throw a wrench in here to make it a little more difficulty. I mean, difficult. Uh, just to expand the, the skill gap. They're gonna do something there. Probably mess with the dribbling a little bit, make the shooting might be a tad harder, but i um, like, i have always been a fan with every year of the game. Uh, my favorite game, my favorite two Ks the game I was 19 to 17. So if they find a way to uh, like kind of clean up the, the archetype builds to where we can't dunk and shoot and do everything and, and like kind of restrict those abilities back a bit, just so we can see how people can really uh, glitch a build like I, I'm, I'm good either way gotcha you, gotcha you. now you mentioned about uh
1: having a feature where people are sitting in the stands kind of take you back to 2k15 when everybody's surrounded in the wreck uh around the, around the court uh you should look like it used to be sometimes two three hundred people uh <laughs> watching uh some of those matchups so yeah that would that would be uh that would be fire. i mean uh, you know i don't know how that would affect uh obviously the streamers that stream on Twitch, but definitely will be a, a, a nice feature. Um, you know, at this point in the show, I can mean, do OG wants to know uh, rapid fire questions answer open as honestly as possible. Gotcha. Uh, biggest influence.
2: Ooh, uh, biggest influence. It's I, I got two answers. I got two answers on this one in terms of like being a player and like growing a brand. I have to say, uh, Bear the Beast. I I think he's a little younger than me. But uh it seems like he's taken everything that he's been given. He got a championship and he's growing the brain at random content and he's silly. Uh he's you know, he's posting up on stories every day, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, or whatever. And I think he's gonna take this way bigger than it needs to be. So and I kind of get motivation from Bear that way. Um, in terms of like the on the other side, like more like the business side of things. Um, it's kind of like been a mix between like famous and, uh, like coach Cal Rudy, uh, just because like the way, like. Rudy like conducts themselves in meetings and like talking to more of the higher ups and the staff and with the Knicks and stuff. And like I, I learned a lot just from being like a player and then kind of hearing those conversations. And then with famous is more of like the pro am, like staying close to the players, like on the way up in the grassroots level, um, like being interactive in the chat and being interactive in uh Twitter, um, Twitter timeline. And doing content and, and at the same time and showing that like, how many doors can open off of that. Um, I'm like those are my two uh best answers. So I give you a lot of play, <laughs> I give you like three guys. <laughs> now nah, what what motivates you? Um really just becoming uh just something special. Like I always grew up thinking like, man, I can do more than like what I'm doing. So like when I worked in in sales and I worked at a desk, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this for a company, but like they don't care about me. I could easily be replaced, and so I always wanted to do something special and, and feel valued um, to the whatever I, to where whatever I was passionate in. To where it be now, so now it's video games, playing 2K. So like being valued to the people I played with, to value to the community, and, and, and showing that love, and then getting that love in return. So like um I have this like weird like I, as soon as I wake up, so even days where I'm not motivated, I was like, man, if I do this five wide on this cat. I'm like, a lot of people are going going to rock with it and, you know, and they're going to show love back and, you know, and I'm showing love to this player and, I, you know, I could just keep doing that. And then and that feeling is just great to, to, to see how these guys like get the response and the message to be like, man, I appreciate you taking the time to watch my game and let me know what I need to work on and like anything like that. Biggest accomplishment um biggest accomplishment really was winning the championship i know that was like a, a pretty easy answer but we went through so much that season a lot of people heard our story about how we were terrible in the middle of the year and then a patch happened and we were able to turn everything around again of course you hear the kuda sliders or whatever but like man we had to work hard for that championship <laughs> uh favorite nba 2k league team? oh man uh Right now, uh, it's going to sound biased, but I'm going to say the Knicks just because I like the, Malik's game a lot and I feel like he can get to the point where he's like where his Kai is at or he's putting up big numbers and they're starting to win games. Just need to just close out some games in the la- in the last 2 minutes. Favorite quote. Um, it's actually a little cheesy. It's a quote I made up. <laughs> it's a quote I made up in high school. It's uh go out and get go out and get it or get gotten. Uh I kind of like made it up on a whim. But like I like randomly comes back to me just because because um, if you're not going to if you're not going to pursue your goals and you're not going to put the, the effort for it, um, then you're going to watch a lot of opportunities pass up and then life's just kind of going to dwindle away. And like a, if you if you do, if you do everything that you're supposed to do in terms of like going towards a goal and put the hard work in, you're going to see results. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, favorite actor and actress. <clears throat> actor. um Right now, I'd probably say Michael B. Jordan. Um, actress. Uh, shoot. It's kind of a... I had to really think because I've really been slacking on my movies lately and I bounce around a lot. But I'll say Mila Kunis. I feel like everything she is is in is either like good or funny. Gotcha. Uh, favorite genre of music? Uh, I bounce around a lot. Lately, it's been... Probably just like rap, like listen to a lot of like Lil Baby and like Lil Dirt, Gunna, and all those guys. Favorite movie of all time? Ooh, favorite movie of all time, Rush Hour 2. Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan, classic.
1: Favorite pro favorite amateur pro am player in
2: 2K League Pro? Favorite pro am player right now, I have to say Spam. Um, <laughs> 2K League Pro. Ooh. Uh I'd say 630. He's just really fun to watch. Oh, like 630. I I am a big 630 fan right now. Yeah, the interesting
1: thing about 630 is um, of course, I knew about the name, but I never really heard like knew anything about him, like or or <laughs> really seen him like you know, he, he pretty low key and, and he get the job done. So yeah. I mean it's it's real. It's real interesting to, to watch him work. I mean, the way he's done it. So, um, that's it, a
2: good answer. <laughs> so, right. What's what's next for Ye? Um, hopefully like when these you know, just opportunities start to present themselves in the 2K League, I'm sure unsure about any announcements of expansion teams, but hopefully being able to get into a coaching or GM spot. I've been trying to prepare myself mentally and uh, in terms of learn as much as I can leading up to it um reaching out to folks uh gaining some insight about what their experiences have been um and i've just been kind of been taking a day at a time starting with content talking to players um uh, talking to people in the league um learn a little more about what's going on and at the same time just better myself every single day gotcha gotcha now um at this point um
1: you know i want you to plug all your social channels your youtube anything you got
2: going on plug away okay so youtube is probably what i've been working on the most lately that is yay space not space gaming I should be able to pop up with a picture of me um like staring sideways with like some <laughs> nick's headphones on uh that's how you know you got the gu- oh uh the good gu- the good one because i had like a, a dummy one back in the day that i don't mess with anymore and it's the same name but um on twitter i'm at Yay Not gaming on twitch is yay not 2k um, and then also, if you are on Facebook gaming at all, it's gay.gaming, all one word on there too as well. And just start putting some stuff out on TikTok too as well. If you want to check out TikTok, it's gay.not.tiktok, all one word. So a little corny, but it, it, it's, it's catchy. But <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, yay, man. I, I want to thank you for taking time out to come
1: on the OG Two since podcast. I want to personally say that I like the work that you've been doing. Uh, keep it up. You know, consistency is always the key for me. I mean, obviously, knowing when to take breaks, but I think you know being consistent can take you a long way. Um, so you definitely uh, OG Two Cents approved on this end, man. So hey. just uh, keep up the keep up the good work, man. Appreciate you, man. Again, appreciate you having me on the show, man. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, watching this episode. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to give us that hit that sub button. Uh, If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you subscribe to that as well. You can also find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and all major streaming platforms. Um, Follow the OG2Cents podcast on social media at the OG2Cents podcast. That's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Follow myself on social media at OGKingKurt, that's O-G-K-I-N-G-C-U-R-T, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well. Uh, You can go to www.ogkingkurt.com for everything OGKingKurt and the OG Two Cents podcast. Um, Shout out to my team, Strider Visuals, Box Graphics, Cy Evermore, and Matrix in His Bag, uh, those, those guys continue to help make the podcast is what it is today. Um, you can catch me on Esports Extra now every Saturday and Sunday at 4 p.m. on the Black News channel. That's where host Larry Ridley, the queen of Esports Extra, Kelly Wells Brinkley, and the bros, Antonio Williams, Derwin Roel, and producer extraordinaire Kevin Mamuzet. Like I said, you can catch Esports Extra every Saturday and Sunday, 4 p.m. on the Black News channel. Uh, Make sure to grab your OG King Kurt and OG Two Cents podcast apparel. Uh, That's at Skulls.com slash OG King Kurt. And continuing right now, if you uh, hit the promo code OG15%, you can get 15% off of your order Uh, You can go there. You can get anything from hoodies, T-shirts, joggers, coffee mugs, laptop cases, you name it. Uh, It's there waiting on you. So uh, make sure uh, you join the OG Two Cents crew. And make sure you tune in to next week's episode. And remember, if it makes sense, it's an OG Two Cents. OG out.
0: Put this work in, fellas, and much, much, much love to the entire 2K community for always showing me love. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Y'all, y'all.